We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Pick 6 with Mully and Haw, where we debate the top six sports stories of the day and then open it up to you, the Chicago sports fan. Call us at 312-644-6767, or you can tweet your thoughts at Mully Haw. Pick 6 with Mully and Haw starts now. How did you react to the news that Zach Levine will undergo season-ending foot surgery? Do you wonder if Zach Levine is trying to get himself healthy for his next team? Does his situation underscore how much of a mistake the Bulls made by making him a max player? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of yeses in my reaction to this. I my When I heard Zach Levine was undergoing season-end foot surgery and I heard that it was, you know, coming from – clutch sports and Zach Levine and not the Bulls, I thought, wow, like the guy's trade value is damaged. They can't get anybody interested. He's not in the 40-man group to play in the Olympics. And how do you explain all that? Well, he's had a serious foot injury, so he's going to need surgery to get it fixed. That may well be the case, and that may well uh, be the answer. This may allow him to... to uh, play better than he played um but it you know clearly they made a mistake by making him their max player because he hasn't lived up to that uh standing and i would say clearly he's i don't think he's playing here again i mean is there a chance they could get him back for the start of the season before they trade him maybe there's an off chance of that just so they can show people that he has value left but I, I think that um, this is a move made by the player for the future of his career. And his, the future of his career is not with the Bulls. So I'm just, this is just my opinion of what I'm looking at. And, you know, you can want out all you want, but if you're of no value, you're stuck. So you get yourself healthy, and then maybe you get yourself uh, wanted elsewhere. Well, that is super interesting, the point you just made there, Molly, about if that is it, 
as a bowl. Will he play again? Will he put that jersey back on, right? I mean, that that really is the biggest question because also part of all of this is the trade deadline on Thursday. You know, what are they going to do, the Bulls? Are they going to, you know, we got to go for trying to be a 500 team and make it in as a a play-in team? Or are they going to strip this thing all the way down and then potentially try to build up around Max Levine after that. I shook my head. I sighed. And then when I heard Billy Donovan basically say, in as many words, this was Zach's decision. This wasn't the Bulls' decision. This was Zach's decision to protect himself, in my opinion. And and I think, yeah, the, the line here, is he getting better and healthy for his next team? I believe the answer to that question is yes. All talk to executive Rich Paul and then they spoke to Coach Rich Paul, and all of them agreed that this was the way they're going to go. This was definitely calculated, and I think that since Zach, Zach's camp made a trade demand back in November, this has been a season that has been out of the Bulls' control. So the thought of him playing again in a Bulls uniform is unrealistic, I think, because what we're going to do is <clears throat> get to the end of the season. And if the Bulls stand pat at the trade deadline – who are they going to trade? I mean, what are they going to do? They still could convince themselves and play well enough to be a play-in team. They're going nowhere. They're running in place. We know who they are, and we know what they're not. So moving forward, I think that you're looking at the reality. This offseason is going to be one of significant seismic change with the Chicago Bulls. That will include saying goodbye to DeMar DeRozan after a really productive tenure. That'll be moving on from Zach Levine and his max contract. The only thing I would say about this is that with Zach, the professional, I do like him. I find him likable. I know a lot of people don't. I like Zach Levine. I also think that making him a max player was a basketball miscalculation, but I do think that injuries happen, and I'm not sure that this is necessarily related to the fact that he's making all that money. I do think the inclusion of the agent has complicated things significantly, and that's where we're at with the Bulls. So... I don't think he plays another game in a Bulls uniform. I'll be able to answer that question to you in about six months. What was your reaction to the Cranes report that the Bears have identified property just south of Soldier Field as the top option for a new stadium replacing Arlington Heights? I thought it was a very significant development because what it does is it gives voice to what you thought the Bears should have been pursuing all along. I think that you talk about the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field, in the city, in the South Loop. That's where your first priority probably should have been. I understand why Arlington Heights makes all the sense. I understand that still is the most likely destination for a team that wants to own its own stadium and print its own money, essentially. I don't have a great deal of comfort when I think about the financing mechanism and the structure, how this would have to be paid for the Illinois sports facilities authority and the loopholes that exist. The, the clause that I worry about the unique bonding clause, I would remind everybody that there is still as of June 30th, 2023 last summer, $488.6 million in outstanding debt. They could find a loophole. They could pay for this forever. And maybe you'd love keeping the Bears in Chicago, but it would be expensive. And you wonder if that is one of Brandon Johnson's priorities. Should it be? I don't know. A lot of questions, but this coming forward 
tells me Kevin Warren loves the idea of keeping the Bears in the city of Chicago. Yeah, this is not necessarily hugely surprising. I think there's a little bit of both here. I think Kevin Warren does want to keep the Bears downtown. I love the idea of keeping the Bears downtown. I've always said that. But there's obviously part of this is a negotiating tactic because they are, is it 100 million guys, right? That's $100 million they're a part with the negotiation on this tax with Arlington Heights. So, yeah, I think this is a, uh, I think there's definitely something going on. I think there's two options. I think it's Arlington Heights or stay in the city. The other options are just fake and phony and don't really exist. Yeah, um, this is a tough one to kind of contemplate. I, I think, gosh, it'd be great if they built a state-of-the-art stadium in downtown Chicago. It'd be awesome. And um, I know that, um, you know, I read the story of uh, of the day in the life of Kevin Warren, and he seems to have a very warm relationship with the mayor where – the mayor calls him Mr. President. He calls him Mr. Mayor. That is, um, that's wonderful to see those guys get along. I, this, the money on this thing, the, the, all you got to do is follow the money. Who's paying what, how much does it cost, and how are you getting people hooked in to agreeing to it? So I, I would wonder if this is perfect timing, if this is feasible. Or if this is a negotiating tact. I don't know the answer to that. I think you can be absolutely, completely in love with building your dream home on this site and then find out that there's this problem, that problem, the next problem. I think that happens all the time, just in real estate. If somebody has some thing that you got to resolve between neighbors before you can move in, whatever it might be. And on a much, much larger scale, something like this could be going on. Um, I think it would take a lot longer to get your uh, to get your shovels in the dirt if you built it in uh, in Chicago as opposed to kind of pushing it through in Arlington Heights. But I don't know. I don't know what the uh, I don't know what's real and what is sort of this imaginary plan. So it's difficult until you see something other than this kind of fun idea to, to weigh in on it. The money gets, is where the whole thing can stop pretty cold. Well, the dream home was Arlington Heights. It was your home that you owned and could benefit from that. This, to me, is plan B. Plan A was build in the suburbs, make our own money, and go from there. And that has fallen through to this point. No, you asked me the question. So I'm going to answer your question. All right, what did we make of Colin Cowherd going on not one but two Chicago radio stations Friday to clarify comments he made a day earlier suggesting Caleb Williams wouldn't play for the Bears? Was Cowherd being accountable or backpedaling like a Pro Bowl cornerback? Yeah, I I mean, again, I think it's an interesting idea. I think that it's some, you know, it's great fodder for sports talk, what if this happens? What if that happens? I've heard it from other people. I don't think there was anything necessarily a breakthrough in what he said other than the possibility. And then I think that, um, you know, he heard from people involved saying, hey, keep your nose out of it. And you know what? 
I wouldn't go for to him for clarity on the story. I don't think he's a confidant of Caleb Williams. He's just kind of taking one theoretical idea and running with it, and maybe he overstepped his bounds, and that's why he's uh, taking a, a step back on it. But he definitely, he definitely changed what he was saying after talking to the camp. And um, are the Bears going to have a problem with Caleb Williams? Certainly a possibility. I don't think they're out of the woods on that. But I don't know that he's not coming to Chicago. Somewhere somewhere in the middle. I think Colin Cowherd definitely heard from a reliable source that the kid's family wasn't thrilled about the idea of going to Chicago. I don't think he made that up. But I think he might have taken it a bit too far, and I think he definitely heard from the Caleb Williams camp, and he backpedaled like a Pro Bowl cornerback, but probably not a Pro Bowl cornerback, probably more like a Division Three cornerback. Yeah, I mean, he did report something he heard eight weeks ago. Eight weeks ago, I probably would have had reservations about the Bears too. And what he did on Friday, according to the world that we live in and how things get aggregated and then re-reported, Colin Coward corrected himself. That was the way that Sports Illustrated referred to it, and and he did. He corrected himself. Somebody called him and said, whoa, 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 we're not anti-Chicago. And that is all you needed to hear. It was a good reminder for Bears fans. It was a good reminder for Bears media. It was a good reminder for everybody. Unless you hear something attributed directly to Caleb Williams in this rumor season, in this silly season, be skeptical question where it came from wonder if it's true it certainly wasn't in this case you know he's the number one he's going to be the number one overall draft pick in all likelihood and he came out and he doesn't have anything against playing in Chicago that's the bottom line I guess you give Collard and Coward credit for facing the music on Friday afternoon but I think in some degree he had a responsibility to correct misinformation that he put out there himself and created quite a stir T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's a great question, and I'm glad you brought that up. That's the voice of Brad Biggs, and uh, our guy Biggs wrote out of the Senior Bowl, the consensus out of the Bears draft plan, quote, it's becoming a question of which quarterback the Bears choose, not if they will select a quarterback number one, end quote. Is it a foregone conclusion the Bears will replace Justin Fields? Have you contemplated that someone other than Caleb Williams could be the answer to that question? Well, those are two very different questions. I think, number one, is it a foregone conclusion the Bears will replace Justin Fields? It feels like that. It feels like that. And not just because of what we'll talk about with the Luke Getze um, kind of uh, development. But I think that when you talk to people and you hear what the Bears might be leaning toward and the evaluation of Caleb Williams is so complimentary and positive that you think it would be a, you know, can they risk moving on from Justin Fields? Can they risk not taking Caleb Williams? So I think that it is, to me, it feels like a foregone conclusion. The fact that it could be someone other than Caleb Williams, Drake May, Um, somebody else like that, Jaden Daniels, I don't think that's realistic. I think that those are guys and quarterbacks that likely will be still somewhere between 2 and 6 or 2 and 10, whatever. But I just don't think that there's enough evidence out there right now that I've heard or that I've seen to make me think that somebody else besides Caleb Williams would be your consensus number one overall pick. Well, as much as I don't, like the idea of Caleb Williams as the starting quarterback for the Bears. If it's not Caleb Williams or it's not Justin Fields, I'd really be a Drake May. I, come, stop. Stop. No. No, thank you. Again, I, I know I've been scolded for this opinion, but just the, the simple the simpleton in me is Mitch Trubisky 2.0. I, no, thanks. No, he's yeah, he looks he's going to he's going to measure right and he's going to look the part and all that stuff. No, mm-mm. No, either Caleb Williams or Justin Fields. That's who's QB one next year for the Bears. Yeah, I, it's going to be uh, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, Big Z, just you know, generally speaking, to a bunch of people at the Senior Bowl to find out what's going to happen, and is told that yeah, they're going to select a quarterback at number one. That's what most people seem to believe, and most people would take Caleb Williams. And I I don't I don't know why. That would upset anyone. I, I, I think I, even the, you know, I understand that the, the Justin Fields crowd, I understand how his wow plays kind of overwhelm everyone. But I, I wonder how, you know, Luke Getze in a uh, job interview and he got a job talking about why his offense didn't work better. If he can show you tape, well, th- we, d- we should have had this play, that play, and this play. But we did get these wow plays because the guy is an amazing player. But the wow plays aren't how you march down the field in the NFL. And I think we all need to be focused and coherent when we uh, address that kind of situation. So, I, I, you know, I really like Justin Fields. I really think he's a good guy. I think that he's a, a guy that can communicate and will show up, good teammate, show up at uh, – 
at everybody's golf outing and do the right thing and just a good man. I also think that that they are going to be looking for an upgrade in terms of getting a better quarterback. That's just the reality of life at this point in it. So I think Caleb Williams will most likely, more likely than not, be the Bears quarterback. And if they were to trade the pick and stay with Fields or um, or try to pick up a lot of stuff, they'd still take a quarterback at some point. That's obviously a, a pretty intense question. That's the voice of Luke Getze. The Raiders are hiring Luke Getze as the OC. So does that mean the rest of the league didn't consider Getze as a problem for the Bears offense as people in Chicago did? Or is it just a product of the NFL that recycles play callers? Or is it a little bit of both? I think it's got to be a bit of both, doesn't it? I mean, I think when you look at Luke Getze getting a job, and again, you know, what if he ends up being real good at it? How would you feel? Have we contemplated that idea? Um, He was sort of a, he did a really good job in his first year figuring out what Justin Fields can do and sort of building around that at one point. And then the second year, he was trying to get Justin Fields playing in his sort of uh, system, and it didn't work. It didn't work. So I think he had to kind of go back to doing what he was doing before. I, I, you know, clearly him getting a job has something to do with the number of offensive coaches moving and the number of different guys. But it says at least one team uh, believed his story and thought that his system could work. And they probably believe that he learned a lot while working in Chicago, his first job as a play caller, and the guy's got some—he's got some skill at that. And I think it—I don't—I th- think that the years with the Bears may end up being a blip in his career. Well, there's a, there's a lot here, and it looked like game set match, right? Cliff Kingsbury was going to be the Raiders OC. That's, I mean, that's where, that's where all of our minds were at and goofing around about what kind of villa is he going to buy and, you know, redo that picture that he's so famously known for, yada, yada, yada. The Raiders clearly need help at the quarterback position. Their coach, who I, I think they made the right hire, is a defensive guy. They have to have an offensive guy. And all of a sudden, the commanders sweep in and then you start thinking about the Bears again. You start thinking about quarterback, and you start thinking, wait a minute, Kingsbury was here in Chicago for an interview, didn't get the job. Now the commanders swoop in. They've got the number two pick, and they would love to have Caleb Williams for a variety of reasons. And is this part of why? Did they did the commanders overpay for Kingsbury to get him to come there thinking that this would help their chances of landing Caleb Williams? Is that what's going on here? So there's a, there's a lot going on here. And, and listen, Luke Getze seems like a nice enough guy. Is there any way in the crazy world that we live in, is there any way that Justin Fields ends up as the Raiders quarterback in a reunion, a reunion with Justin Fields and Luke Getze in Vegas, and then it works between the two of them out there? How crazy would that be? You post some interesting points there, Dustin. Number one, I don't think that Cliff Kingsbury ending up in Washington makes it any more likely the Bears are going to trade that pick. They still have to trade that pick for that all to come together and have everyone to live happily ever after in D.C. As for Luke Getze and Justin Fields reuniting in Vegas, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You think Luke Getze wants to coach Justin Fields again? I don't. 
Maybe I'm misreading that, but no way does he want that to be the case. He wants to have a quarterback who actually would fit his offense. We know that his offense doesn't fit Justin Fields. We saw it for the first four games. So Getze going to the Raiders is it's, it's NFL 101. Guys get second chances to call plays. We recycle play callers and offensive coordinators all the time. What's interesting about this one especially is that Antonio Pierce is he was the interim head coach. This is the first time he's going to be the permanent head coach. He's not an offensive head coach. So Luke Getze has some clout. He's going to have some power. He's going to be in Vegas. I think Luke Getze's got a pretty good reputation around the league when you talk to people who aren't necessarily pinning the Bears' lack of success offensively on him. They're pinning it on him and Justin Fields. No way they work together again. I'd be shocked. This will be a pick six. There's your ball game. What did you think of the White Sox trading relief pitcher Gregory Santos to the Mariners, essentially unloading a reliever who could have figured into the closer role? Do the Sox need a closer? <laughs> That's just mean. I mean, if you don't have a lead, how do you uh, how do you protect the lead? Santos has a live arm, but I think that when you look at bullpen guys, there's so many variables, and it's so volatile from year to year to the predictability. I understand why they might want to deal him in a season, in an off season, devoted to trying to accumulate prospects, trying to get young talent. I don't know much about the what they got in return. I know that there's going to be some outfield uh, help on, on the way, but Gregory Santos, to me, had live stuff and was a, was a quality arm. That's why the Mariners wanted him. So I think Chris Getz is on his way to trying to replenish some prospects that he lost or just to get this organization back on track. So I, uh, I think that I understood the move, even though Santos is a guy you're going to probably see flourish with another team. Well, while you're keeping Dylan Cease around, as it looks like is happening, at least until the trade deadline, all-star break time next season, wouldn't you like to have his games get closed out and you blow off some fireworks over at 35th and Shield? So, yeah, I think they need a closer. Um, maybe they're going to go with, you know, who wants to grab a hold of that job, let a young guy, you know, see if he can do things in high-leverage situations. But, yeah, I get that division is still – I know the Sox don't look great on paper right now, but that division is very winnable. Yeah, um, it didn't – I think David got it right. I don't know how much you need a closer if you're not going to be able to score a run. Um, I I don't – I don't get caught up in this. I, I try to avoid uh, – I try to stay out of White Sox business as best I can unless it's something where they're hammering over the head with some horrible move. Uh, you know, do I like it? Yeah. Do I care? Nah. Do I think the Sox have a chance of surprising anybody? No. No. Do they have a chance in a crap division? No. I would say no. So they've... Um, because no. Yes, exactly. They've kind of throttled the fan out of me to a certain extent. <laughs> well, Dustin said the division is winnable. Winnable for who? Well, exactly. Well, what was the implication of, of there? Was that the Sox could actually put together a season where they could challenge or contend the theme of last week's program the mully and haw last week's show anything is possible <laughs> they lost 101 games which didn't but, seem possible i wasn't talking about the white Sox. yeah <laughs>
Yeah, don't you have to try and spend a little money and actually do anything but try to get less bankroll or less contracts on the books? I, I, I it's hard, man. It's hard, Dustin. You wouldn't know. It's a difficult, difficult situation to deal with. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.